Hey, I'm Amy Edwards, and welcome to the show. This is a show about finding your inner rock star, overcoming fear, getting better, and transforming everything in your life into something more amazing than any of us ever dreamed. As I said, I'm Amy, and I'm your host. I'm also a musician, an author, a radio host, DJ, a mom, and a transformation and accountability coach. Aside from all that, I am in my late 40s, and I've been married twice. I have two kids, one from each marriage, and I've been up and down with love and mental health and sex and substances and all the rest of it. And I'm here to get real with you and help us all make life into the best it can be. A little bit about my story. I took up rock and roll music, guitar, and singing just less than a decade ago. And since then, I've written, recorded, and released music that's pushed me to learn a lot about overcoming fear, getting stronger, setting goals, building habits, and being vulnerable, and being outspoken about it, which is vulnerable. (laughs) I fully believe everything that I talk about in these shows and about learning as we go, about the journey, all of it. And I push myself outside my comfort zone all the time. And so I 100% know it's worth it when we do. I work continually to awaken more and more every day in my spiritual life. And I've created this show to share exactly that and connect with you so we can all just keep getting better. We all have the capacity to keep stepping more into the spotlight of life to overcome fear and negative limiting beliefs that hold us back from being our best selves and to build better moments in daily life that adds up to reaching our dreams and goals and just being the best we can be. The show's about an hour long. It's divided into 15-minute segments with a focus each week. This week, our focus is receiving. First, I'm going to talk about the week's topic and what I've learned. Next, sometimes there's an interview. Next is our affirmation segment, which is called Go Aff Yourself with our affirmation maven and founder of stickwithit.co, Jill Faulkner. And we choose one affirmation related to the topic to work on every week. And lastly is BYOB, Build Your Own Brand, Brain, and Biz with certified brand consultant Bijou Finney. And keep in mind, this is about transformation, which can be tough if we really want it. Tough in that we have to face some things and get them out and do the daily work and show up for ourselves. And we aren't saying that where we are now isn't great, but there's no such thing as perfection. I believe in the journey of constant learning and growing and that there's no end game to it. Just rather a practice of betterment and love. And it can be tough sometimes to learn and grow, but when we push through it and do it, we come out so much more beautiful and fulfilled and loving and shining and all those good things and raise our vibration every time. So let's get to today's episode. Let's rock receiving. Receiving. Does that make you feel a little uncomfortable? (laughs) I think that's pretty common. It does me. I uh, I interviewed for Austin 360 Radio an incredible artist not long ago, and they said they were worried. You know, they were worried about unemployment money running out. And I asked if they had a Venmo set up, and they said no. And they said it felt like charity, and that they weren't comfortable with that. They were totally uncomfortable with that. I said. In return, people love your work, you know? People want to give and to show appreciation to you. And that conversation really stayed with me. And it made me reflect on the ways that I'm not willing to receive in my own life. Like, I love giving. I love it. I I talked today with Jill on Go After Yourself about love languages. You know those five love languages, right? There's receiving gifts, 
quality time, words of affirmation, physical touch, and acts of service. So I took a quiz. You can take it online. It's at five, the number five, lovelanguages.com. And I took a quiz online there to find out what mine was. I just listened to the book and I'd been guessing at mine for a long time. And guess what mine was? My top one at 30% was receiving gifts. And then right below that was acts of service at like 27%. So I had to do some thinking about this. Uh, For me, when I give a gift to someone, as I said, I love giving gifts. And when I give a gift to someone, I'm trying to show that I'm listening and that I'm paying attention to that person, which I think is an amazing thing to do. When I get a gift card as a gift, just an aside, don't ever give me a gift card. When I get a gift card as a gift, I just, I mean, like, I'm almost offended. Like, you know, like, but that's not someone else's love language. I get that. But I mean, I look at it like, don't you even want to try? Did you not even try? (laughs) Anyway, anyway, that's an aside. Um, So I, I see that part of myself. Like, I love to give gifts. And now here it is flipped around. And... I consider that a sign of love and listening and the acts of service too. Those are one for me. Those are like about listening and about paying attention to someone. But as I talked with Jill and Bijou both today, I feel weird revealing that. Like I'm going to be perceived as greedy or materialistic. Like if we want to receive things, does that make us greedy? I don't want to be those things. (laughs) And then I question myself, like, am I those things? <sighs> One time in college, so this was like 92 or something, we were playing this game. We were bored one day. I don't know if it was raining. I was at a friend's house, and there was like five of us or something. And there's six people, whatever. And we pulled out this game called Scruples. Have you ever heard of this game? It's, it's a pretty harrowing experience. At least I'm still dramatized. So... Anyway, the game is you put these little colors on, like you clip a little color to your shirt. And then everyone has color cards for all the colors that are that people are wearing. And then there's one question that gets asked. And then you slip the color of the person that you think goes with that question or is the answer to that question and anonymously into a little card holder. And then you read the question and you flip it over and you find out what people really think of you. Well, I remember one of the questions was, whose motto would be, it's better to receive than to give? And yeah, everybody picked me, except me. I don't know who I picked, but I mean, (laughs) then it's obvious. You're like, oh my God, everyone picked me and I didn't even know what to say. I'm still carrying that around and probably trying to prove that it isn't true. I think it had a real impact on me. Anyway, that's just... That's a tough thing to think that you might be perceived as greedy or materialistic or the one who just wants to take or something like that. Oh, yuck. And I mean, if you know me, you know probably that I do like nice things. I have a tendency toward luxury brands. I know. But I mean, I don't want just anything with that. It's not just, you know, about that. Do you remember that Sex in the City episode? You probably don't, but I do, of course. Big gives Carrie a Judith Lieber swan. I think it's a swan. Minadier, is that how you pronounce it? It's one of those little sparkly, um, they're almost like a little sculpture, right? And he gives it to her and she's just like so confused. She's like, it was just wrong. Do you remember that? Anyway, it stuck with me. And it was about 
big not paying attention to who she was. And when I give, I try to show people I'm seeing them, listening, understanding. Anyway, I have a close friend who's one of the most like giving and kind people that I've ever met. I told her I was thinking about this topic and she was just instantly super uncomfortable with it. She was like, no, 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 I can't. Uh, uh-uh. No. And I was just like, huh, maybe she has some unpacking and some work to do around that. But who am I to judge? A. And and B, it made me just wonder why we're all so uncomfortable. Like the artists that I mentioned earlier, we're all in this uncomfortable space with it. And why? Why do we get like that? Have you had that come up just in the few minutes that I've been talking about it? Is it because we think we have to show our own worthiness by giving? And if we receive, then what? Then we just receive? Can you stand the thought of that? (laughs) And I'm not saying there shouldn't be a balance to it. I do think there should. But I also think there are going to be times when we can just receive. And we have to recognize that. And maybe, perhaps, right now is a good time for that. Yeah, I mean... We can give where we can, and we should, for sure. Should. Oof, that, that's, that's a loaded word anyway, right? But maybe we can use this time in the United States and coronavirus to work on this skill of receiving. And yeah, I just called it a skill. <laughs> it's a practice too, right? Just like everything else, it's a practice. We don't have to worry about getting it all perfect. So I've been thinking about this a lot too, speaking of not being perfect at it. I've been thinking about this in the context of male-female relationships. So, I, you know, I've been dating, yeah, and I talk a lot about that. And, of course, I've dated women, too, but the last time I dated a woman, I could tell it was off because we were both more in that feminine receiving mode. And maybe before, you know, before I really have actively been working on dating, uh, before I was learning about all this, I would have stepped more into that giving role, but now that's not where I'm at. I'm actively working more on this like goddess-oriented outlook where I'm still and open to receive. And I've been studying it too through this Facebook group that I've talked about, this High Value Woman Facebook group. You can search that on Facebook and find it. And I'll try to put up a link. Um, Anyway, just being open to receive can be a little tricky and tough sometimes because I'm a mom, which is all about giving right? Being a parent, for sure. And I'm a friend who loves to give to my friends. I'm always looking for ways to lift others up, you know, in my job or giving of my time or my platform or voice or whatever I can figure out to do. Again, (laughs) did I just say all that because I'm trying to prove that scruples game wrong? Uh, Am I living my life because I'm trying to do that? Anyway, let's keep going. Bijou today in BYOB says that we can check in with who we really are and she encourages me to, and find more okayness with receiving. And in love and male-female relationships in particular, that's where this is showing up for me. Allowing them to pay, allowing them to give to me, to pick me up, to feel needed, to use actions, and for me to be able to be still and open and receiving. And I think I've probably, in reflection, as I've worked on this, I think I've probably made mistakes in both my marriages uh, where I did everything. I even had a really close friend tell me that once. I mean, she's been around through both of those. And she said, maybe you just do too much. And, you know, maybe I did. Maybe it's that mothering thing where you take care of everything. Or maybe it's that more masculine and independent energy 
that we can step into. I'm speaking, you know, from a woman's perspective, of course, right now. So those that masculine and independent thing doesn't need to have a place in relationships with men, for me anyway. And I have to stay conscious of allowing space for it, space for receiving love, feeling, beauty, fun, excitement, enthusiasm, all of it. Allow that space. And our society places a lot of value on the action part of it, though, you know, like being busy, having a full life and not the space, but rather the doing it all and all that and giving. And don't get me wrong here. I believe in altruism and giving and I am a feminist, but I think there's a way to be both action and receiving to recognize that we can receive and we don't have to prove our worthiness to do so through giving or actions right? Okay, so let's talk more practically about this now. So Bijou today says that she's been meditating on receiving and Jill says she's been working on it too. Jill's actually the one who brought this topic up as a suggestion for this week. And I have been working on it as well. I didn't realize how much I had been working on it until I really started paying attention to it. And like I said, in relationships, it's been a real learning process. So many times I'm inclined to pick up a check or offer or, you know, try to step in here and there or consider what he might like or want and want to give that. And I have to consciously, consciously stop myself in order to stay in this space of allowing myself to receive. It's wild, right? (laughs) And I'll keep you posted on how that goes. But I have to say so far, it's been pretty interesting to see how men step up into that role. It's cool. I've had to learn how to date over the last mm, year or nine or 10 months. And I'm only now getting there and making progress in it. So otherwise, in practical terms, how are you receiving nourishment in your own life? Let's look at that for a second. Like spiritually, are you opening up? Are you creating that space to receive? Because that's super important to to pay attention to every single day. And I open myself up daily. And it's had to become a conscious practice for sure. I meditate even with my hands open, always. I feel weird if they're blocked or closed. I practice Reiki on myself every day, as I've mentioned before. And you can do it yourself too. You can channel that life force energy yourself. Just take a minute every day. Tune in. Imagine that flow of energy coming down into the top of your head. I even assume kind of a pose that I've, I have I realized I do this. I'm usually standing and I tilt my head up to receive. And I imagine just opening myself up. I open my hands and I imagine that, that energy filling me. And I also realized that, you know what? Gratitude work is essentially about receiving. I mean, yeah, sometimes maybe I'm grateful for something that I've done, but I don't think so. Overall, when I write those five things every day, that's the gratitude practice that I'm talking about, writing writing things down every single day. It's not about me. It's about the beauty and love and everything else that I'm so incredibly grateful to receive, right? So try to be generous to yourself in receiving this week. Generous in creating space. You know, can you do that? What about in your relationships? What does that look like? What if you just sit back and allow yourself to receive for a change? And I don't mean with your kids. You know that's not going to (laughs) happen unless it's Mother's Day or something. But can you? Okay, 
So let's get to today's episode. On Go Av Yourself, Jill has brought this up, as I said, and she's been actively working on it. And I ask what that even means to her. She has a hard time receiving, like we just talked about, and she asks why. And we 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 delve a little bit more into this feminine perspective that I've been talking about. And we also talk about getting rid of things that aren't working and taking up space that we could use to receive, like love, opportunity, or you know, whatever is right in our lives. We delve in a little bit more to love languages too and talk about looking to receive in places maybe we otherwise wouldn't and giving ourselves permission to receive. And that's what this week's affirmation is. I give myself permission to receive. Right? Right. And in BYOB, what does receiving look like in business when we're the ones who give and work? And Bijou says being open to receive has been important for her in business a lot lately. And we explore that confidence and worthiness aspect of it in a brand and business way. She says she's been flooded with ideas in business and more as she's meditated on receiving. And then we also talk about the work of Abraham Hicks, which is interesting. And then since it was a new moon this week, I also dip into talking about the new moon with her and what her rituals look like with that and my own. And then we get into some mind movies and then we tell some embarrassing stories about our inner thoughts. So listen for that and more today. So let's get going. Here's Go After Yourself. Welcome to Go After Yourself. Let's knock out whatever we can. Indeed. Receiving, I'm not receive. I'm not receptive to the best internet this week for some reasons. So. Yeah, re- receiving Wi-Fi. Yeah, what uh, what made you think of uh, receiving this week? It's something that I'm working on. Um, no, me too. Yeah. How are Just, you working on it? How what's that look like? Um. So one one way is that work is not busy every day, mm-hmm. and I've had a lot of guilt around. Um, not being busy every day or like filling the eight hours and all of that. And so in therapy, we talked about receiving it as a gift and, you know, just being okay with that. And I think it's just the receipt of time to work on the things I want to work on, um, you know, or receipt of time to sit for a little bit, right? Like um, I just have a hard time receiving. I've always had a hard time receiving help. Um, you know, even it was like somebody was going to go pick up something at the office that I need. And I was like, Oh, I can go get it. And they were like, Oh, so-and-so is going. And I said, okay, I'm going to receive that gift then. And I'm not going to for like, I'm not going to push it. Like I normally would, but it's like, Oh, I'll do it. I'll go. Um, you know, cause that's, I've always done that. And so how can I receive help? How can I receive, um, care, consideration, um, just any way I have been evaluating how I can receive. Yeah, I've been thinking of it like, you know, a lot like you talk about in the feminine mm-hmm. way. And um, have you thought about it in that way? That's a big way that, that I approach it. Um, and that is through a lot of my therapy. And, um, you know, it's interesting having the conversation. I know you're, you know, kind of in that, um, on that journey too. Um, but it's interesting when people aren't quite understanding of or in tune of like the masculine feminine and it's like you know i i am both uh but i have been more masculine most ways my whole life and i that's not what i desire out of a relationship specifically so my shift to the feminine is to create space to bring in a masculine man Mm -hmm. 
Um, and so, but that's the feminine is receiving. I mean, you think about that sexually. Um, and yeah. then also, um, just from what I've been reading and just the way I kind of feel about it is this like flowiness. That's, that's how I find the feminine to be and just receiving feels in flow, mm-hmm. um, and aligned with the universe for me. I think even when you said creating space, anytime you're creating space, that's like creating an actual opening to receive something, right? Here's this, mm-hmm. here's this space. What's going to yeah. go there? Yeah. I mean, you gotta, you don't have to put anything there, but it's open to receive. Right. So that's, and that's a lot of the work around for me around um, eliminating the things that, that are taking up space that I could have open to receive. So I'm not filling the space right away, the emotional space, the energetic space. Like I'm not trying to fill it right away. I'm just trying to get rid of the things that are taking up that space that aren't working for me anymore. Um, So I create space to be able to receive. So that's putting boundaries in place in a variety of ways in a variety of relationships or even within myself um, so that there's more space for, for me, for someone to come in, but also to receive opportunity and to receive um, just the things that are meant for my life. Well, I, I mean, I think that's a good point too. Like, don't we don't want to create the space just to fill it you know with a right with a bunch of stuff that we don't need like that's a that's the wrong direction <laughs> right and that's that's, that's, that's a really masculine here. approach right that's how i view the masculine approach is like is the list of like the one thing eliminate the one thing to fill it with the other thing um is not for me how i want to approach it yeah um how are you as far as like receiving being perceived like as lack or need are you are you fine with it not being that how do you mean i don't know i guess sometimes if you're receiving maybe you feel like it's because there's a need or so, or you're lacking in some way but um I, oh I, interesting you know yeah. i haven't thought of it like that at all <laughs> Um, I didn't know. I hadn't really either. I don't know, but um, I just thought I'd bring it up in case it was a thing. Yeah, I never have thought about it as. But even if even if it is re- receiving from a lack, that's still putting something um, on my path that I need. Even though if I don't think I need it or don't know that I need it, like the universe does, and they'll they'll put that on my path for me. Does focusing on receiving take away from giving it all for you? Um, you know, it's really interesting. I have concern about kind of coming into this selfish space of let, really letting myself receive because it feels um, it's it's not what I'm used to, I guess. Oh, I know. I know. We've been um, talking about that a while with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but um, it's just for right now that I'm really in receipt mode. And, um, then I think in the future, it will more allow me to give to the right people with the right things when the time is right. When I have more of me to give as opposed to running low on energy on things that don't really matter to me or aren't 
positively affecting my life. Yeah. Um, so for right now, I'm not worried about giving. That's good. Well, I've been, you know, viewing it as I've studied dating through that, that Facebook group that we've both talked Mm -hmm. about, you know, the high value woman one. And, um, you know, one of the things they say about in this dating relationship with, with men and women, um, in particular, they're talking about is like this, uh, being open and creating that space. Like you're talking about to receive. And then on top of that, understanding that, you know, inherently we have enough value and we don't have to do anything extra to make ourselves mm-hmm. worthy of receiving. Like you just are worthy of receiving. And that's been a huge lesson for me to just like be okay with like, um, they call it leaning back, you know, but just like leaning back in a relationship and allowing that it's weird because I think in both my marriages, I've been just this type that wants to give and, um, and do and, and, uh, I, I really haven't been in that. So it's been like a whole new way of approaching it for me. Yeah. I, I agree that that's been a really hard hurdle for me is yeah, the to, worthiness part of it. Yes. Enough, inherently just enough. I don't have to do anything to be worthy of that receiving. That's like, yeah, that's, that's a good adjustment. And I have to remind myself of it though. I yeah, literally because- on my notes app, I'll take things and like write them down just so I can review it. So I can be like, Oh yeah, I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm worthy or whatever it is. Yeah. And I, and I think for me, what that stems from, and it's not looking to like place blame or have excuses, but we are in a masculine society, which is also a huge part of the problem of why we're in the shape of the world that we're in is nobody wants to invite this feminine in, right? Um, which is we are severely lacking and it's not what people think it is. You know, like I think people have a lot of preconceived notions about what feminine like it's weak means. or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so it's like, it certainly has a, a meaning for me. And I, I just hope people that just not hope that people, but just hope people could be a little bit more open-minded, right? Yeah. Men specifically, but I digress. Even women. <laughs> um, and I forgot what my point was. Oh, the worthiness. Right. So we're in a society not to place blame. I'm like, well, this masculine society is what makes me feel less than or not worthy because I'm not doing, I'm not producing to make myself worth the love or worth the salary or worth the, this, the, that the receiving because I'm not doing enough, but that is based on a masculine paradigm. Yep. It is. It is. And, um, and I was talking to a friend that I'm here with actually, um, on this trip and he was saying, you know, I was asking him about it and he was like, men need to be needed and need to be giving. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I mean, that's what I have studied, but it is that same like masculine feminine thing. Yeah. So how, how are you feeling about an affirmation and receiving this, uh, this going for me? It's, um, it's permission to receive in some way. No, I like, but, like giving myself permission. Um, yeah. So like I give, my, I give myself permission to receive. I, that is perfect. I mean, that's exactly what I was talking about. Cause I just, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, we're the ones giving ourselves permission. It's not like anybody else's. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like I have to, nobody can force us to receive. Right. And that, right. um, 
<laughs> I just think of instances where people try to give you things and they're just like, you know, keep on about it. And, and it's more about that's those scenarios are more about them and the yeah. giving component than it is about me receiving. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm the one who, who dictates that and who allows myself to, to receive. Um, and I think that we general, and this is a generalization is like, um, unless someone tells us it's okay to receive, can we, right? So when we just give ourselves permission, which is exactly what we should be doing, um, that's when we can really receive, is when it's super internal that we are worthy of receiving and yeah. allowed to receive and enough to receive. And it's just that permission from myself to myself to do that. And even, and even in just like the little things. I agree. Do you, have you uh, done your love language? Do you know what yours is? You know, people are, people always come at me and they're like, Oh, yours is words of affirmation. Uh, I bet. (laughs) You know, um, and I'm not sure it is. I had recently looked at those and I feel like I'm maybe a little bit of all of it, there is not one that really, I don't know enough about it, I guess, but Here's there isn't quiz. one that strikes me as the most, but I'll go, I'll take the quiz. If you go to their main website or whatever, I yeah. think, I don't know why I've been thinking about this the last like week or two and wondering about mine. And, um, so I went on to check cause I felt like mine was a little bit of everything too. I couldn't get mm-hmm. a handle on what it was. So I took the quiz and I figured out what mine is, but like my top one was receiving gifts mm. and, um, which makes me feel a little materialistic or something, you know? And, but, but my second one was acts of kindness and those were almost equal and then physical touch. So there was, those were like, one was like 30% and yeah. then one was 27% was uh, acts of kindness, but it's really not about that for me. It's about, somebody who is listening and paying attention and actually putting that into action, whether it's gifts or action, you know, it's just an action. Mm, And it's mm -hmm. like, um, I, and I realized the more I thought about it, I consider myself like a really good gift giver. Like I pride myself on gift giving. And I was like, well, that makes sense if that's my love language. Cause I really do. I like try to listen to people and really try to think through giving them a gift. And, um, Mm -hmm. So anyway, it was just interesting to like not feel embarrassed that that's my love language, you know, because I feel like it's um, the one that would probably be viewed as like the most uh, shallow or something. So, but I mean, it is about, it is about receiving, I guess, but it's, for me, it's about listening. That part of it is, but anyway, I just thought I'd ask. I was curious. You should take the quiz. I will do. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll just give myself permission to receive. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's even like receive the sun on your face, right? Like let yourself stand outside and receive that gift of the sunshine. Not for very long because it's a thousand degrees here, (laughs) Um, you know, safely receive the sun, you know, but I I don't know. I just like to think of, of these things and in every, every conversation and every affirmation and every topic, it's where do we not look for it? Right. We don't look for it or think about receiving the sun as a gift. You know, but we take it for that, granted. It's easy to yeah. take it. Mm-hmm. And then to, to be mad at it because it's so hot. Um, <laughs> you know, but vitamin D is important. Yeah. Um, but even the gift of a cup of coffee, right? To re- really receive that um, and have that moment, right? There's, there's bigger things of receiving like love and um, 
forgiveness, right? Like the, the kind of big concept things, but where in our daily lives can it show up in ways that we've never thought about? Yeah. Like even just time or mm-hmm. um, just a moment of kindness or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A good well, night's like rest, said, right? Yeah. In, in your job, just the, just those moments when you aren't as packed full and you can mm-hmm. consider it a gift that you are receiving. Yeah. I like it. So just going to keep giving myself permission to receive. Good. I give myself permission yeah. to receive. Okay. That was beautiful. And uh, any, any last thoughts before we go today, Jill? Um, no, thank you. Well, that's my dog. Uh, <laughs> She's got a speaking, speaking of receiving gifts. Um, yeah, I know, you know, it just continues to be a weird time in, in the world. Um, but there's a lot of good stuff too. And I think there is some good stuff to receive. Yeah. I know it is a weird time. Um, you know, um, we're not discounting that and that it's hard and it's confusing and uncertain, but, yeah. uh, you know, it doesn't mean we stop doing the work on all these things. No. And, and I think too, like the permission component of, um, you know, it being okay to receive. Yeah, I do too. I there's a lot of ways in which people feel they really have to give right now, but you know, it's also okay to receive. Yeah. So give yourself the permission to do that. And I mean, I mean, when times are hard, that's when we all need some help and need mm-hmm. to feel okay about receiving. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, cool. Well, thank you so much. And of course, everyone. Thank you. On Instagram at underscore Jill Margaret underscore or at stick with it. Yes. Thanks. Thank you. Go after yourself. Go after yourself. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right, it's BYOB time with Bijou. Hi. Hi. Uh, so we're going to rock some receiving. So uh-huh. um, like, what, is that, what does that even look like in a business context for you? If you're, ta- if you're thinking about receiving, because I mean, like you're providing a service, so you are receiving. <laughs> but again, like, I don't know, actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, you've done a lot with like your entrepreneur groups and stuff and like had a lot of receiving from other business owners and stuff and being open to that. I bet that's hard to mm-hmm. be open to and create space for that. Yeah. So I, uh, whenever you told me that we were doing receiving, I thought about what that meant to me. And it's meant a lot to me lately because um, I think you have to be open to receive in every aspect of your life. And you're not going to be good at receiving if you don't try to just be receiving in general. And um, it's been showing up for me a lot lately. Um, I kind of think that it has something to do with um, confidence and worthiness. um, Because for sure, I I think that a lot of times I would be afraid to get started or afraid to ask for things because I I didn't want to be like a burden or I didn't think I was ready or I thought it might make me seem like I thought highly of myself and like working through all of that has been um, a a big thing for me. And when I think about receiving, my brain instantly goes to uh, being open and saying like you are worthy of receiving everything that you want. Uh, uh, Those are so, that's so true because so many times we, like only feel worthy of receiving if we're giving, you know, or mm-hmm. you just have to like be, be open enough. But I think that also maybe a part of it, you say in general, like across your life, but 
and know that there has to be some kind of space for that receiving. And I think in business, especially we can get like real full up, like, I don't, I don't know if it's just busy or just uh, like work uh, consumed and maybe we can lose, lose sight of like ways to receive. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that what I've been trying to do is open my mind up to receiving uh, new ways to make myself happy in business and receiving. Like. Oh, so <laughs> Can you tell me more. So, so, so what I've been working on is opening my mind up to receive like what I should be doing going forward, but then also opening myself up to receiving praise. Cause I'm not really that good at, at, um, I, I've noticed I get uncomfortable, which is so weird. Like I should, it should be a nice interaction when my client tells me something or tells me that they appreciate something where I get a compliment on my work. I've noticed that I don't really like, Oh, thank you. I'm like, Oh, it's, it was nothing, you know? And that's, that's it. Universe is going to listen to that. Right. And if I'm not like acting grateful for it, then, um, which I am grateful for it, but if I'm not acting like I like it, then the universe is going to think I don't want it. Right. I don't know. It's, it's a problem for me. And, um, taking a moment to see how I react to things has been big. Um, but I wanted to tell you, Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Uh, You have a question for me? No, I was just going to go further with that and say like, is that about worthiness or what do you you think? (laughs) I think it's a lot of things all piled it up like with each other like me being confident in my work me being uh not thinking that humility or I I have to like act like it wasn't that big of a deal to feel like I'm being humble um it's all working through those feelings in real time and and then I'm like self-conscious about how I'm acting in that situation which gets my brain thinking about why are you acting that way? But then I have to still be a normal human when I talk to people. <laughs> so, I mean, I probably look like so weird for a minute. I'm like trailed off thinking about myself and how I'm reacting. But <laughs> it's been a big moment too. No, it's so much. I, I get it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Have you ever listened to any of the Abraham Hicks stuff? No. And we've talked about it and I don't know why I haven't. It got off my radar or something. I, I need to, cause it's, you've recommended it and I feel like somebody else did too. It's really, really interesting. And to most people, they might think it's crazy because it's like, um, a higher power talking through this woman. Yeah, because it's a woman, right? Like, yeah, yes, because I remember looking it up and being like, huh. And so it's what? Yeah, it's like um, a like the all knowing people that exist, like the aliens or whatever it is, uh, whatever you want to call it. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And so if you listen to her, it's like fundamental truths that I feel like everyone just needs to hear all the time, right? Okay. And sometimes just hearing those sentences uh, really have made a difference for me lately. Because so I, my, are they? Um, just like I mean, fundamental uh, truth type thing. Kind of, but it's it's like um, basically like stay in your lane. Don't worry about everyone else. Like think about what you want. Um, work on that. Like 
that you should be trying to be fundamentally happy. You shouldn't always try to focus on like money and uh, esteem and all this stuff. It's, it's kind of like all these mixtures of all these different religions all in one, but it's kind of just like fundamental truths that I kind of like, I've been listening to lately that I'm like, duh, but it's just nice to hear them. But one that really stuck with me lately uh, was about receiving. And it was kind of just like um, the, the universe and the people around you are not going to open up to give if you aren't open to receive. You're like a clogged drain, basically. <laughs> and so I don't know. I have uh, ever since then, I've been meditating on uh, being more open and receiving, and it just flooded me with ideas of things that I know are going to make me happy um, in business moving forward and um, and in life in general, like my mood. Uh, it's been actually pretty awesome do you think over the last week. Do you think you're receiving those ideas and stuff from like um, perhaps being open to like a higher you know muse type situation or something like that or do you think it's you I mean honestly it's probably at the at the base at the foundation just taking the time to think uh, about what you want and um and being open to thoughts of fantasy and like uh I don't know. It's kind of just like taking a moment to think about your wildest dreams and then how to get there. Yeah. Um, I used to be a lot more like that in the past. And I think I forgot to be like that. I think you get a little jaded of what you think is possible or what you see everyone else doing. So you use that as a benchmark for what like you think success is. And some of the things that I want to do are probably a little brazen or a little bit uh, interesting to where I don't know how it'll affect the rest of my life, but it's kind of just working through um, what it's going to be like to have what I want. And is it going to be worth it if it does affect other parts of my life and stuff like that just like ignites a fire in me because it's like this like fun, new unknown that uh, I can think about and get excited about. Good. Good. Yeah. That's exciting receiving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like receiving. (laughs) You know what I do too. And uh, I'm going to talk about this in my intro. Like I, um, I don't know. I think there's like a, almost a negative that can go with it, you know, like a connotation, a negative connotation. I like receiving too. I think, I think people do like it. It just makes us uncomfortable and we worry about the perceptions behind it. Like, are people going to think I'm just a taker or Mm -hmm. I'm not grateful or I'm like, a superficial bitch or I don't know, something like that. You know what I mean? I think honestly though, what's helped me uh, open my mind to being more receiving is taking a look at how I truly am. And you should do this too, because you are so giving and you're so grateful all the time. And I think that as long as you check in with yourself and you are those two things, then you should open yourself up more to receiving. Because I think when you turn into a giver all the time and you get your Uh, I guess, joy out of giving all the time, you can get depleted. And um, it's okay to receive because like, even with one of my clients recently, I'm so excited about their brand. And I love them so much that I just want to give, 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 give. 
And then they want to compensate me. I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll just worry about that later. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I can't eat, you know, I can't survive if I don't take like payment for my time. But I don't know, like, I think it's something that people need to work on. And if they are constantly givers, they need to learn to be okay with receiving. Yeah. And I think that's good to touch on in the, in the business aspect for sure. Cause, um, we really do have to get comfortable with receiving and, and, and that goes also to asking for what we're worth and like that, that kind of worthiness aspect of it, I think that mm-hmm. mentioned earlier and that we've mentioned in the past for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So was there anything else you want to touch on on this? Cause I have one more question before we wrap up today. Um, no, I guess that was like some of the things that stood out to me this week when I was thinking about that. I love it. Thank you. Um, yeah. I, it was a new moon this week and I, I was just wondering, like, uh, I just thought I'd check in with you really quick on like what your new moon, do you do, did you, do you regularly do anything for the new moon? Do you have any intention setting rituals or any intentions that you set in particular this time around? I was just curious. So, um, it, I, I never was one to follow the moon that much um until recently i think this last year has been more of a same here me too a, a big big sw- a sh- shift and i follow enough people now that they help me remember oh new moon's is, coming get your intentions moon, ready is the moon trendy right now um, it's so trendy <laughs> it might be <laughs> <laughs> no i think i think it's just that more and more people are realizing how connected everything is mm-hmm. and um and so it's just good to be a, in a like remembering that kind of stuff. But um, yes, recently I've been using writing in my handwriting because I never write, right? I text and email everything or I'm like talking. I, I very rarely, unless it's a list, a to-do list, I'm not writing anymore. And so writing out like what I want to receive and explaining it in detail and using like flowery words and like, fantastical things has been cool to like read and write and read and write and read and write and then also and then also just like uh Joe Dispenza was talking about like the mind movies like thinking editing a mind movie in my own mind of what I want that to look like that's uh supernatural if people are mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when I meditate uh I've been I've been doing the Sam Harris meditation app. And so I start with like quieting my mind and breathing. And then I finally, when I, I'll end it and let myself think, cause you know, when I'm trying to meditate, I'm trying not to think for once, but then at the end, I kind of treat myself with like my happy mind movie. And, uh, I don't know. I, hopefully it'll help me. I'll let you know in a couple of months. <laughs> I like that. I yeah. like that. Yeah. I've been trying to, I, I, I kind of read that mind movie part kind of fast and um, I need to go back and like execute it better. But I, I did use the think up app and I wrote out like um, sort of a mind movie, like a vision, you know, like mm-hmm. of my future and like to, to go there. So I'll listen to that. Like I try to listen to it like once a day and I'll um, I'll play it back and I'll just try to feel those feelings as if I'm, as if I'm living it, you know? What I mean? mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to do that. Yeah. You know what? I've liked it. I've liked it. I mean, I would, I feel like I'd be really embarrassed if anybody else listened to it, even you. 
my god one time i found out because there was this journal that was beautiful and i wanted to use it to decorate the house with but it was like had some of my stuff in there that i like my deep down soul dark secrets and uh i just didn't think people would like start looking through random books but uh my old roommate told me that she read it and i was just mortified i was just like i i feel the most violated i've ever felt in my whole life i didn't want anybody to know how ridiculous i am in my mind i'm the same way like <laughs> You know, I made this like hour long meditation that I listened to during ketamine and stuff. And I still listen to it. Sometimes I'll use the ketamine nose spray or whatever, and I'll listen to the, the meditation, but oh my God, like I've had, like I played a little bit of the beginning for AJ and for, for the people they're like, send this to me. And I'm like, oh no, 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 no. It goes off the rails. Like it goes off the rails. Like I would be. Uh-uh, that's yours. Yeah, it is. It's, it's that's your thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no. uh, but, so yeah, I totally understand. I mean, but yeah, but then- now you can start making some for other people to start selling meditations because your voice is so good and just be like, about it. AJ, write out what you want and I'll record a meditation for you. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I would not be able to let anyone in on no. purpose. Uh, 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 <laughs> I know we're not, we're not quite open to receiving that just yet. <laughs> No. So, well, um, I have a big thank you to say to you for doing this. And um, I like that's been something that's been uh, challenging a little bit to receive, you know, like um, as far as like, I feel like I should always do something for you and for Jill, you know, and like, I'm so grateful, but I I mean, like, I just have to, I just have to. This is doing something for me. That's what she said. Getting to talk to you and work through this stuff. And honestly, like the few times that friends have told me that they really enjoyed it and it helped them and they needed to hear it that day was so worth it to me that, uh, yeah, I, I think we're all receiving a lot. Me too. You know what? I, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, so thank you. So everybody can find you at story by style story X style on Instagram. Um, thanks again, Beesh. Yeah. So there's a resource roundup of everything that we covered on my blog at amyedwards.com slash blog. You can go there for links to what we mentioned in the episode. And there should be a link to the blog post wherever you're listening to this in the episode description. Thank you so much to our regular contributors to Jill Faulkner. You can find her on Instagram at underscore Jill Margaret underscore or online or on Instagram at stickwithit.co. And thank you so much to Bijou Finney of BYOB. You can find Bijou on Instagram at story by style, story x style. And if you'd like to share your thoughts with me, I am open to receive them. <laughs> Write to me at amy at amyedwards.com or find me on Instagram at realamyedwards. And if you can rate, review, subscribe, all that kind of good stuff, it really, truly, truly matters. Thank you so much in advance, or if you've already done it, thank you. Share it with a friend if you feel called to. Do you know somebody who has trouble receiving? Be like, hey, let's let's listen to this and talk about it, right? Talk about it with somebody. I think that sometimes when we talk about it with someone else, you know, we can recognize it more easily in ourselves. It gives us that perspective of what we say to a friend, right? It makes us maybe go easier on ourselves down the road in the long run. And remember, 
to take away for today, you are worthy to receive just by being alive. I promise you are. You just received this podcast and every word in it, didn't you? (laughs) Don't get hung up on it. Just allow the beauty that is receiving. And know that I'm trying to, too, right there with you. I'm Amy Edwards. Peace and love. Till next time. Oh, 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 oh